This episode is brought to you by Podcast Assist, offering voiceovers, audio editing and mastering, transcriptions and show notes, episode summaries, and even hosting a podcast on a topic important to you. Visit Facebook.com slash Podcast Assist for more info on their flat $30 per hour rate. Subscribe with iTunes, Audioboom, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. And if you enjoy what you hear, like us on Facebook. Also, consider throwing a little cash our way by visiting patreon.com slash koreafm. And find more of our great content on our home on the web, koreafm.net. Since the fall of 2012, Zandari Festa has brought Korean, expat, and international music acts to Hongdae, an area of Seoul known to be the indie music capital of South Korea. This year's Zandari Festa took place from September 30th to October 3rd, with a reported 160-plus acts performing at a dozen venues, with what seemed to be a larger focus on bands from England and France than in previous years. After living in the area and playing with countless bands there, I consider Hongdae to be my Korean hometown. So of course I checked out a few of the favorite acts based here in South Korea and also attended the special British Night Showcase of musical acts on loan from the UK. And let's start there with my interview with the lads from Atlas Wind, a duo out of Brighton, England. Uh, I'm Peter and I play guitar and sing in the band. Uh, we're called Atlas Wind. We've been together for like four years now, playing in bands since we were ten, kind of doing garage rock sort of stuff at the moment. So yeah, it's pretty good. I'm Harry, um, I play the drums. And yeah, like I said, I've been playing for Pete, with Peter <laughs> for, t- for far too long now. And yeah, since I've known him since I was ten and just carried, I was the only drummer at the school in the year, so kind of got stuck with me. And then it kind of ended up just us two. And we got to this point now. <laughs> Some, somehow ended up in Seoul. <laughs> like, so it's like it's a bit mind blowing, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, it's working for you so far. I right? just continue <laughs> with it. So we'll, we'll talk about your performance here. This is British Night. We're at uh, Freebird, which is uh, it's a new newer location. There was an older location a few years back, but I mean this is a very iconic venue for you know the indie music scene as it's known here in Hongdae, which is kind of the live music scene of Seoul. And by de facto, since Seoul is such a huge part of the country, the live music area for the entire country, really. But I want to learn more about. So you guys have known each other for a long time. Where where are you from? And uh, uh, how did this current grouping come together? How, how long have you guys been playing as this band? Um, well, we we kind of we started four years ago uh, as a three piece. It was always supposed to be a three piece. Bass players just didn't work. We had like a couple of them, and they just kind of for one reason or another it just didn't work out. So we ended up just kind of playing a gig as a two piece because uh, one of the bass players just kind of like sacked off the gig last minute or whatever. And it worked, and it just it felt all right, so we just kind of stuck with it, and yeah. And, and where was that four years ago when you guys started? So that was up in Middlesbrough in the northeast of England, like up near Newcastle Way. Um, and then kind of went through 
met, like obviously met in school, went through college together, uh, and then decided to move down to Brighton for uni. Just because of the music scene down there, the music scene where we were from, it wasn't really anything, to be fair. So moving down there was a good like level of competition and stuff. So I think it was a good move. Yeah, yeah no, the music scene in Middlesbrough now, like since we left, like there's been bands like starting to do really good for themselves, like shout out to Mouses, give them, give them boys a shout out. But like, yeah, so like started off in Middlesbrough, moved down to Brighton, ended up living together. Still live together now. <laughs> it's the people people call us a married couple. Yeah, it kind of seems that way. <laughs> it's too much. My girlfriend's not very happy about it. But <laughs> he's got a girlfriend and his wife, which is me. <laughs> like, good thing that's not a three piece because that would have been even worse. Just, 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 just be yeah, a bit complicated. Three's a crowd. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned it. Kind of just became a two piece by accident because the bass players just didn't work out. But actually, when I looked at the lineup for what was going on tonight before I had heard anything from the bands, I immediately wanted to talk to you guys because I'm so fascinated by the idea of a two piece. I've always liked the idea of a three piece just because I've been in a lot of different bands and it's even if one person plays the bass one person plays the guitar one person's on the keyboard I'm a drummer so you kind of are in charge of your own section if you will it's still there's just so many ideas have you found that even though you didn't design it as a two piece have you enjoyed the fact that there's just two of you and there's not a lot of potential to have arguments with just two people perhaps yeah we have plenty of arguments but um, yeah I think because I, I write the songs so for me, it's a lot easier because I don't have like a lot of other people kind of saying, oh, maybe do this, maybe do that. So I don't know. We're kind of on the same wavelength in terms of music taste. So if I write a song, it's more than likely how he's going to like it. We might change a few bits around, but it's, it's fairly easy, really. It gives me freedom as a songwriter to kind of just do what I want. So it's good. Yeah, basically what Pete said. Like, it just came. Because basically, um, I don't know, as a two-piece, it just seemed to like, naturally, like, work like better in it because like we've been like best friends for ages now anyway so like it's just it's just like just the fact to whittle down to that you can just sort of like it's like a lot less people like to start off with and that's less people you need to rely on which can be a blag with musicians anyway it's not the easiest job to do to rely on people anyways but then um, but yeah just like just naturally how it felt and like we just kind of like know how each other play like we don't really like I don't know. It just it just works a lot easier, and it just feels better to us. And like we haven't ever felt like we've tried going to like a four piece and going to a three piece, and like when we first moved down to Brighton, but like it generally just like it, it, it gel. Just because like of how we understand how each other play, but like other people coming into that, it's not as easy for them to come into it. If that makes sense. Just because like obviously we're just on the same wavelength about pretty much everything. So yeah, yeah it's just a lot easier. It was really nice watching you guys perform because I, I checked out your stuff, obviously, before I came here tonight for the first time that I ever saw you guys, and I really liked it, but you guys have so much energy when you play, especially you, man, on the drums. I play drums, and it's like every band that I'm in, it always just comes down to it. It's just like a little bit less chance, like a little bit less of that, because I just play so hard, and you have a lot of energy, and you do as well. Um, is that something that has always been the case for you guys as musicians, or is that maybe more of a, a conscious choice with, with this project? There's, there's not... Like in terms of songwriting, there's a lot of like working and thinking about it and everything like that. But when it comes to live shows, there's not that much thought behind it. We just kind of get up and just do it. And I think we've always kind of gone a bit mad on stage and whatever, just because <clears throat> not because we're like making ourselves do that. It's just the music just kind of makes us kind of we just go a bit mental. Like I'm really shy normally, so when we get on stage, that's like my outlet, and I can just kind of go a bit mad. Yeah, like um, without sounding really, really pretentious, like. 
I think we, we both agree on the fact that like, music's obviously about the feel. And, like, like, if it makes you do one thing, do it. Do you know what I mean? Just go with it and, like... Yeah, it just sort of makes me, like, songs are heavier. Like, when it gets heavier, I'll just hit harder, but, like, not out of, like, oh, I need to hit harder, just out of, shit, this is what I'm doing. Yeah, I can't remember the song. There was actually one song where you started off really, 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 really low, and because you have such either a normal or, like, an overdrive feel that you can feel, you know, when you're in the audience, you're just, like, really putting a lot of energy, not only with, like, the amount of power you're putting into your hits but just your whole body and you have this kind of fro so your head really shakes it's great to watch um but so when you went low i think it, it was a lot better than if just like if you were like a normal drummer would go low because it was i was really i was like what's going on here like it was very noticeable yeah it's um i don't know like especially with two of us like we it's a lot easier to control just the dynamics of the songs and like the dynamic is like part of the feel again of the song so like if so we'll just bring it down and we'll just like make sure to be fair the dynamics is obviously more of a conscious decision than the feel but um, yeah when you I don't know just like being able to like bring it up for the chorus just getting that fucking punch in sorry for swear am I allowed to swear it's alright that's totally fine yeah. okay it's armed yeah just yeah just going into the chorus and just being able to get like that massive like just wall of sound yeah that's like it's part of the song it's part of like the songwriting process being able to like go from one bit to another and like make that bit as impactful as possible and that bit as impactful as possible I don't know anything about songwriting people say oh but like that's what I've learned <laughs> so let's talk about the bigger picture here a little bit oh no you're fine man feel free you can stand there it's okay yeah. no no that's what I'd actually love so, so you so you, no come here come here so you, you were in the audience you enjoyed the performance yeah, yeah, yeah it was great yeah very 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 awesome very um, very tight very passionate drumming I'm a drummer myself so it's obviously yeah there's three drummers here in this conversation oh, yeah. yeah there you go yeah yeah oh okay well there's four drummers there we are yeah everything going on with the bass yeah we can Cool stuff. This is great. This is the magic of doing an interview on the street. You just have random strangers come up and give you compliments. Oh, yeah, the crowd was definitely. It was, it was funny because you guys were the first band. You started off the night, but it's funny because you have so much energy. Like it was, it was an interesting choice to have you guys start off because I think you really set the pace for the rest of the night. So we'll see how the rest of the bands kind of fill that in. I, I was trying to ask about earlier. Um, to talk about the bigger picture here. So this is Zendari Fest. You guys obviously are not based here in South Korea. We just listen to your accents. It's a good indicator. So how did you get involved? Obviously, this is British Night, so it's like the British Showcase here at uh, Freebird. Um, but how did, how did you get attached to this? Did they approach you? Did you hear about this before? This is kind of a newer thing, but it's it's been going on for a couple years. Yeah. Um, we played Liverpool Sound City back in England. Which is a festival in Liverpool, like just a day festival. No, it's a weekend festival. Just lots of like up-and-coming bands play it. Kind of like the Great Escape. Um, but yeah, I interrupted Pete. <laughs> Go for it, man. <laughs> but yeah, um, so we have Susie sat over. You can't obviously can't see his radio, but Susie sat over there. She helps us um, book like books a lot of shows with us, and um, she helped us get the Liverpool Sound City show. And they got in contact with her, and I think she put us forward for the slot. And one day she just sort of came along and was like, do you, "How do you feel about playing in Seoul?" <laughs> it's the same. It was just a bit mental. Like, You're like that's awesome. Literally, like, couldn't really comprehend it. it wasn't like it didn't really feel real until we're here. <laughs> like, just then. Do you know what I mean? Like, but yeah, no. So I've a lot of credit to Susie. So how does that work? Like, do you guys have day jobs? Did you have to take some time off? I mean, obviously you traveled a long way. Um, what What were the logistics of that like? Uh, well, we're we're students at the moment um, in Brighton, and 
it's like just the end of summer now and I think uni starts while we're still here. I like you're like, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have a clue, like, <laughs> to be fair. But um, yeah, we're kind, of, we're kind of just there just to get the student loan and a bit of money. We don't have like day jobs or anything like that, so we're just kind of sponging off uni. Um, God bless socialism, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, we've somehow managed just to sort it out. I think just with it being like still summer as we kind of came over here, they can't really say anything about us being here, so yeah, fuck yeah. it. <laughs> Take that, professors. Um, but the, my, my follow-up question with that is, so, like, a lot of the time, um, it's, it's starting to change, but Seoul sometimes doesn't get a lot of the huge shows that will often go to, like, Shanghai or Beijing or, like, Tokyo. We're starting to get more of those. Um, and now that Seoul is starting to get some of those, you'll see, like, such and such performer will hit up these big cities and they'll roll through South Korea and maybe finish in Japan and then fly off to a different part of the world. Are you guys able to, to play some other shows either in Korea or some other countries in the area? Or are you just heading straight back? Um, well, tomorrow we're playing at um, Club, is it Steel Face. We're playing at Steel Face tomorrow. Um, but then after that, we leave on Tuesday, unfortunately. But yeah, so I can't wait to play again tomorrow. <laughs> like, apparently, it's a smaller venue this time as well. So nice and sweaty again. <laughs> And then finally, what do you, I mean, obviously you guys just got here and it's probably, you know, you're playing shows, you're probably, you know, having a good time as well, but what are your, what are your general impressions of either just what it is to be in Seoul here in South Korea, or maybe um, what you've heard about the music industry here? Well, there's a band called DTSQ, isn't it? DTSQ, yeah, they're good, right? We made friends with them before we heard of them, and then we, uh, we came to this venue that we just played at, uh, Freebird. Uh, to come and watch them at like five o'clock, and they were just unreal. Like, 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 yeah, they were unreal. So hopefully we're going to try and start out a tour with them, and do that whole swap thing. So yeah, yeah. Like everyone here just seems so friendly, and like, like even though I have no clue like what's going on at any point. I, 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 I appreciate you admit that. That's fine. No, no, no. I've been in your situation. Once you get here, you don't know what's going on. Not at all. But like, I like it. Like, I don't feel like. Like, even though, yeah, like I said, I don't know what's going on, I still feel, like, comfortable, like, really comfortable, and, like, no one's, like, not one person has, like, made me feel, like, the slightest bit uncomfortable. Like, everyone's been so welcoming. Like, our Airbnb host, which was name of Airbnb, he, he, like, he was really nice, and, um, he's, yeah, so, like, just everyone's just been so welcoming and friendly. It's been amazing. I think also with uh, Korean bands, which is uh, a difference from them and uh, English bands, is it's not, it doesn't seem like a competition. Everyone's here just trying to be friends, trying to play gigs together, and just trying to just sort out some sort of network and whatever. I think back in England, it can kind of sometimes get a little bit like, oh, who's got a bigger crowd? Or do you know what I mean? Kind of. So I don't know. Here, it's just everyone wants to be friends with you, and like we're well open for that. Do you know what I mean? Like it needs to be a friendship group. This whole music scene. So. Yeah, it's hilarious you bring that up because actually with so many people coming here either from military or teaching English or something, they might just stay a handful of years. When the bands try to stay together, they're constantly looking for more uh, members. So, like, I've been drummers in new bands, and I filled in for people who, like, went back home to the States or to the uh, UK or something like that. And so, yeah, not only, I think, is there, like, less of a competitive atmosphere here, but it really does pay to be able to be like, oh, crap, such and such left. Like, whoa, you know, the drummer from DTSQ is available or something, you know, and then you're in like two or three different bands and then maybe that band falls apart so yeah it's really cool that you mentioned that so final thoughts guys um, how do people find out more about you I'm sure you know there's many different ways online to do that uh, yeah we've got Facebook SoundCloud Bandcamp Twitter, Twitter Instagram Snapchat. Snapchat all that lot so we're on kind of everything I think um, 
Uh, we just released a single called I've Had Enough, which is on Spotify and iTunes and everything. Bringing out another single called Mona Lisa at some point soon. Not too sure when, but uh, they're going to both be put on a 7-inch vinyl for whoever wants to buy one to buy. So. You guys have a really distinctive name. I guess, final question, because you talk about where does that come from? Uh, well, so we're from Middlesbrough originally, which is in the northeast of England. There's a little high street town called Yarm, and I lived on a road called, like in, in Yarm called Atlas Wind, and that's just kind of where it came from. We were struggling for names for a while, and I uh, just thought, well, why, don't, why don't we just call it the street that we live on? So that's just where it comes from. <laughs> There's no like real story behind it or anything. Well, I only lived um, probably about a five-minute walk away from Peter, and it's where we had our first like band practice, like all, all like. Oh, that's nice. That's that's not random. That's really good. <laughs> yeah, we had our first practice as a three-piece there, and like I was I was hitting like a. What was I hitting? I didn't. It wasn't like on drums. I was hitting a wine box, and everyone was on like acoustic guitar and stuff. But like it just kind of it just sounded right. <laughs> we were just with we band names. You can, like, you just, there's worse things to come up with band names. Either that or Winebox. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to say it. It's actually not that. I might have that one with the next band I start here, yeah. Winebox, I like it. <laughs> cool, guys. Well, it was great speaking with you. Like I said, I liked your music before, but I really, you know, I kind of sealed the deal once I saw you guys play live. So it was a lot of fun. So, yeah, best of luck. You have the performance tomorrow, and then uh, safe travels back to the U.K. Thank you very, very Cheers for coming down. Oh, yeah, cheers for... Uh, doing this whole thing, yeah, yeah. to Atlas Wind and other international acts, Zandari Festa, of course, featured some of the best bands in the ROK. And no list of great South Korean bands would be complete without Sei Sumi, hailing from the beach city of Busan, located at the tip of the Korean Peninsula. I'm playing guitar and I sing a song in Sesame. Yeah. My name's Casey, I play drums. My name is Ha Jae-yong, play bass. My name Byung-gyu, playing guitar, some vocal. Yeah. That's right, yeah, I saw some vocals down there. So two vocalists and then another guitar and drums. I've played with you in the past, and so when you came here to Seoul from Busan, I wanted to make sure that I could talk with you guys. And that's my first question. Why did you decide to come play Zandari um, from your home of Busan? We were suggested. Yeah, and yeah, we want to do that. What's it like being based outside of Seoul and then coming here? Is it difficult or, you know, I think public transportation in Seoul, let alone the rest of the country, is just fantastic. So as long as you can put in the time, I've played shows in other cities. Um, but what's it been like for you guys coming to this city? Is that a big deal or do you enjoy coming to Seoul? It's hard, but fun because there are many people to see us. 
Uh, KTX is too expensive, so I support the workers' strikes because I don't know who's getting that money. But yeah, it's okay to come here. Paris is what, 11 hours? Yeah, Seoul's only what, three hour stops? It's not bad. But if you come too often, it's kind of not fun, right? Um, something else that I wanted to ask you guys about when I played with your band in Busan in the past, you had a slightly different lineup. Um, and so you're playing with the band now. I was asking around. Unfortunately, you guys had a sort of an unfortunate incident that took place with the band. Could you talk about that? Yeah, uh, the drummer, Sesame's drummer, Seymin, uh, he's in the hospital now. So we're waiting for him to get better and then play some more. He recorded our album, so he knows our songs. So and he can play drums well. Uh, Well-ish. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, nobody except for him, except for him, except for him. Ah, nobody but you. Yeah. <laughs> They're my friends, so I'm really happy to help out. They're a really good band, really good music. So this is like good, a really good experience for me. Sorry. No, no, it's good. <laughs> They're making me a better drummer. Yeah. <laughs> she agrees. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. You're supposed to say no. no. You're great. Sorry. And so that being the case, what what's the future look like uh, for the band? Uh, just continue doing with what you've done so far. Obviously, you've been releasing music for a while. Um, still based in Busan, so probably coming to Seoul or Daejeon or Daegu, other places to play shows. What, what's the future look like? Uh, how would you like it to unfold? Yeah, we'll record new songs for a new album. You can search Say Sumi in Facebook. So that's S-A-Y-S-U-E-M-E. Say Sumi, exactly. Well, thanks for speaking with me, guys. It's been great, and uh, always great to have you guys in Seoul. Like I said, I know plenty of people who, when they see your guys' name pop up, they go, screw whatever I got going on that day, I'm going to go see Say Sumi. So people really love you guys here. Thank you. I'm happy to hear that. You can find more of what happened at this year's Zendari Festa at zfesta.com. I'm Chance Dorland for koreafm.net.
This episode is brought to you by Podcast Assist, offering voiceovers, audio editing and mastering, transcriptions and show notes, episode summaries, and even hosting a podcast on a topic important to you. Visit Facebook.com slash Podcast Assist for more info on their flat $30 per hour rate. Talk radio, music, and podcasts from the Korean Peninsula. Korea FM. Dot net.